trumpet! About my new button, Jim. Not now, Mr. B. We've been through this. Okay, later? Yes. Later this episode, I promise. What have you got there? It's a guitar string. What are you doing with a guitar string? It's for twang. Then can we start the podcast? Twang? Yeah, we call him Twang. His real name's Spencer or Spen. When can we expect to land in Aquitaine? I have a province to rule. If I don't get one, I shall annex the northern parts of St Albans. Yes, Your Majesty. Your Majesty, I'm working on the coordinates and I can promise you, Queen Eleanor, that soon you'll be ruling the Aquitaine like a gooden. Why have you thrown the guitar string behind the settee? That's where Twang's currently living. I see, and JB the singer, is he still in the cupboard under your mixing desk? JB! JB! No fear, no fear, nothing to fear. There you go, JB, your favourite dessert, Ras Malai. Ras Malai, Mr B? Yes, it's one of JB's favourite milk-based dishes. Dumplings made from ricotta cheese and soaked in sweet-thickened milk with lashings of cardamom. I mean it, I'm annexing St Albans. <laughs> Nigel, you and your pink oboe. I wonder where he got the oboe. I wonder how a giant St Bernard-sized squirrel learnt to play the oboe. Yes, well, stranger things have happened on other podcasts. Like what? True crime, Mr Jim. Lots of strange things are reported on true crime podcasts. The mysterious disappearance of Morrison's shopping trolleys. The mysterious scratched car. The mysterious cat in the sink when you don't actually own a cat. He's quite tall, your span. I love the moustache. Looks like you popped out of a John Everett Millet painting. Not now, Spenny. We're going to start the podcast. You'll like this episode, Mr B. Are you sure? I mean, I like your writing, but the last episode we had to outrun an exploding volcano, then that posh pirate who put us in chains, mm. and a tall girl chased with a shiny axe. I told you I didn't write that bit. That was when Jelly Trumpet became self-aware. Oh, that old chestnut. Had you been drinking when writing the third draft again? Oh, quelle magnifique! Yes, Ben is magnificent, Your Majesty. A most glorious example of maleness. No, you can't annex him. Merde! I'm still annexing the town of St Albans for the Aquitaine! Well, we'd rather you didn't. We can visit the farmer's market later, buy some antoilette, you know, chitterlings. You'd like that. Why does Her Majesty dwell on sausages? They are satisfying. Even Nigel wants Spen. Yes, Spen is popular with all mammals and some reptiles. Well, if you don't mind pressing a button or two, Mr B. What's that smell? An experiment. I want to see if I can attract sponsorship for the podcast by using a mix of pertinent aromas. With, uh, with the scent of musk, mm, hot chocolate and... Is that cherry blossom with a hint of hot oil and electricity? Yes, I'm trying to attract the Yamaha Corporation of the UK and Ireland. Motorbikes like an MT-10 SP. Speed of darkness. Well, no. Musical stuff. I need a new bass guitar. A BBPH. Merde. Pushing the, uh, uh, green button. Wait! One question. Is there a reason, Mr B, that you have a rock guitarist living behind the settee in the studio? Do we need a reason, Mr Jim? Uh, no. I'll press the start button. Oh, Spenny! Cooey! Welcome to Jelly Trumpet, the world's only comedy podcast about creativity. Jelly Trumpet makes you more creative with tips, tricks and ideas for expanding your imagination. Especially good for business people wanting to be creative online. 
In this episode, a checklist for being more creative called The Nine Trumpets of Creativity. Our seventh trumpet is Reverse. Challenge at home, a creative exercise for you to try at home. And Challenge Gym, where Mr B challenges Jim with an exercise in creativity. Plus, a brand new micro sitcom called The Startup with our hero Mary, the entrepreneur, starring in an episode titled Marks and Amazon Part 1, Part 2 Later. And our very special guest will take part in Interview Countdown, 12 questions in 12 minutes. I had that dream again, Sharon. Nine trumpets of creativity. Our seventh trumpet is reverse. This season on Jelly Trumpet, we're talking about the nine trumpets of creativity. It's a list of nine ways of being more creative. In our last episode, we talked about the joy of rearranging ideas. This episode, Trumpet 7, Reverse. Download the PDF of all nine trumpets of creativity from the Jelly Trumpet website. This list of creative tools is rearranged from Osborne's Checklist, also known as Scamper. If you listened to the first season of Jelly Trumpet, you'll remember we talked a lot about keeping a journal of how you worked on each creative project. We call the journal Your Medicine. The idea is you build up your own toolkit of ideas, the journal becoming your creative self-coach. So here we go with number seven in our nine trumpets of creativity. Reverse. A reverse is when you begin a joke or a story in a way that leads the audience down one line of thinking only to end it with an unexpected twist that undermines, distorts, or contradicts the original setup. I have always thought of it as being led up the garden path, which had a whole different meaning in Victorian times. Do research that uh, adult connection. A typical reverse in comedy is like an Emo Phillips joke. I'm not going to attempt his voice. When I was a kid, my parents used to tell me, Emo, don't go near the cellar door. One day when they were away, I went up to the cellar door and I pushed it and walked through and saw strange, wonderful things, things I had never seen before, like trees, grass, flowers, the sun. That was nice. Or Steve Martin, and again, I'm not going to attempt the voice. I gave my cat a bath the other day. They love it. He sat there, he enjoyed it. It was fun for me. The fur would stick to my tongue, but other than that, You could live a life in reverse, the curious case Benjamin Button, or you can start at the end, a movie like The Lavender Hill Mob, and get a payoff you weren't expecting. Tarantino often starts a movie near enough in reverse and then breaks in new threads of plots. Are they happening in sync or different times? The takeaway. What can you reverse in your work? If you're selling something, you can start with the result or benefits or the loyal evangelistic customer. Not sure how you can apply that if you're a painter or potter, though, and a visual artist would know where to start with that one if it's even possible. Mr B, are you sure you have A, pressed the correct button for the Aquitaine, B, oh, I don't appear to have written a B, A, Mr. Jim. A for the Aquitaine. Excellent. Well, I'll miss Her Majesty. Me too. Looks a bit dark out there. Shall we wait until dawn and escort the Queen to Chateau de Rudel? Chateau de Rudel? Her castle. I've been researching, you know. I believe her first husband, Louis VII, once invaded Champagne and inadvertently burnt down a church. Curious about that inadvertent bit. I'd say that was a crime. Have you ever experienced true crime, Mr B? Well, there was that one time I accidentally heard steps singing tragedy. 
You, Mr Jim? Ah, well, I've been lucky, Mr B. The old crime has come my way. That time I was trapped in a lift with an accountant explaining pensions and loans. I claimed diplomatic immunity on behalf of Samoa. Then there was the time I wore double denim to a rave. But really, we've had a safe and sane life. I shall knight you, mon beau chevalier Spencer. Gold, she really is keen on Spen. And he's also a graphic designer. Oh, I'm sure that would come in handy. You know, Spen can knock her out a quick brochure. When podcasts go rogue, or 101 uses of a medieval queen, or have podcasts will travel randomly to places I didn't want to go to. I feel a draft. Yes, Your Majesty. Better take you back to the Aquitaine. We don't want you annexing St Albans, putting Pilates teachers on trial, banning copies of The Garden and instigating a civil war with Watford again. No, we don't want that. It has got a bit nippy. Golly, she really likes Spen a lot. I don't think that was Eleanor. What makes you think that? Her lips didn't move. Perhaps you can scream without her lips? She's very talented, Mr B, but she's not a Labradorian ventriloquist. Perhaps it's the podcast throttle cable. I mean, it's from Taiwan, so hard to get the parts. No, Mr B. That scream definitely came from outside the podcast. Mr B, look at the dials on your desk. Oh, no! What is it, Mr B? The dials are all in... The dark zone. What does that mean, Petit Pierre? Mr B? It, it, it was an experiment from 1999. I wanted to see if I could harness the power of music to make Guardian readers happy. Oh, no. Did it work? Oh, silly question. That doesn't explain... Dark Zone. Things happened. Dark things. Things that should never see the light of day. What, like double denim? Worse, Mr Jim. A story. A mystery. Men and women disappeared. That? That's... It's, uh... Louvre. Not now, Nigel. Run along and see if Spen wants to play a duet. I used to want Louvre. Wolves. Not sure I want to leave the podcast, Mr B. It's still very dark out there and the, uh The screams are off-putting? Like boring wood on a Friday night? Yes, only less wolves. Help us! I can press the green button and get the podcast back to, um where we came from? Yes, let's do that. And leave them? We don't know who they are. True, Mr Jim. You know something? I wrote a couple of jolly scenes at this point for the podcast. You, me, the Queen, Night and Spen. We eat cake. And watch Netflix. Oh, it is devilry. No, Your Majesty, it's Netflix. I think that something is slowly taking over the podcast. Come, Nigel, we ride. Press the button, Jim. Well... Or stay and help. Well, we should do do the do the right thing. Press the button. OK. Recherche, Nigel. She's gone, alone, into the dark. What do we do? We follow. Better bring C-Mac. Setting C-Mac to autopilot and Americanos. Wonderful gizmo, that coffee machine, Mr B. Does everything and makes really good coffee. Setting C-Mac to run tape for all mankind. Challenge at home. How can you reverse what you do? You can't write or paint backwards, can you? Well, the reverse isn't always about literally reversing a creative project. It's more about blindsiding the consumer, the follower, the reader or the viewer. Surprise would be another way of saying reverse. When you write and you don't know what is going to happen next, you can make life easy for yourself by asking, what would naturally follow? There, you have your compass bearing and you write what naturally happens. There's a writing technique, sometimes used for TV or film, called the beat sheet. Instead of trying to be funny, or even to surprise, you write out what happens as a description line by line for the whole piece. For example, 
The car stopped at the bus stop. The man got out. He walks to a shop. He disappears for two minutes. He walks back to his car. Write out a beat sheet for your project. Mark up the expected actions. Now, at what point can you add a reverse? The surprise for the reader, viewer or follower. John Cleese used a similar technique when writing Faulty Towers with Connie Booth, only they used a roll of wallpaper. They would write out what naturally followed, then they would work out logically on what could go wrong. The takeaway. Use the expected to build in reverses, not for the sake of the reverse, but to take your work on unexpected, surprising turns. Do let us know what you come up with. Email us, jelly at jellytrumpet.com, or leave a post on one of our social feeds. It's a very dark house, Mr. B. I'd say early Victorian. Big Gothic, turrets, dormers, the wide wraparound porches and spindle work appears to be lit by candles. I'd have written old dark house, but I appreciate your architectural knowledge. Shall I send C-Mac in? I fitted him with infrared cameras and I can set him to silent mode. Silent mode? Well, he switches off the milk frother, so we'll only be able to have black coffee. I know it's a sacrifice, but there's only so much you can convert on a coffee machine. Now... How is C-Mac going to get through the door silently? I've primed him to enter silently, but politely. Politely? You know, ring the... Oh, so much for silent mode. Oh, what is that smell? Well, it's not hope. Could be sage. Sage? Yes, burning sage, sometimes called smudging, is a ritual for cleansing a space, often used after a traumatic incident. Hmm, okay, well, we'd better go in. This space reminds me of the Natural History Museum. Reminds me of my last stand-up gig. Candlelit. Empty. Let's try that door. I can see a peep of light. I bet the door creaks. I bet it doesn't creak. Oh, you're right, Mr B. No creaking. Oh, it does creak. No, that was my knees. Fish oil. You need fish oil. What? Fish oil is very good for the joints. Before we go into the scary room... Should we do something about the body in that wheelbarrow? What? Or we could have an interlude and come back to that body in the wheelbarrow. An interlude would work at this point. Very well. C-Mac, run the micro-sitcom. The Startup, a micro-sitcom. Meet Mary, the entrepreneur, having a meeting with the most powerful online and high street selling platform, Marks and Amazon. We join Mary, the entrepreneur, on a busy street, answering her phone. Good morning to you, HM Revenues and Customs. You know why I call you that, Bev. Because, Bev, you spend all your money at H&M and customise your outfits with Prosecco. No, I can't. No, Bev, I can't. Because I'm just outside the Marks and Amazon office. It's a meeting. I told you. I'm going to sell my makeup brand through their website. Yes, baby maker. Makeup for babies. Add extra cuteness. Hide the dribbles. Oh, all right. I'll come over after the meeting. With you about ten? Yes, with Prosecco. Yes, chilled. And yes, just in time for elevenses. 
We've been expecting you for the last 17 seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. I was on the phone. Take the seat. This is Mr Fowler from Merchandising. This is Miss Baum from our Pricing Battalion. Well, this is a real honour. You will please set your phone to silent. First, a short presentation. I see. Well, um... Our platform will sell your baby makeup, baby makeup, extra cuteness, hide the dribbles range. We will take 68%. Oh, now, hang on. Marks and Amazon is the largest selling platform and shop chain in the UK. We will be launching our new delivery service shortly. The new delivery service is codenamed BMO. BMO? What does that Patience, mean? Mary, patience. 68%? BMO. You will also supply cooperative funding for the adverts and emailings. This is set at £1,800 per quarter. As for fees, we charge 27 pence per item on our Fulfilled by M&A programme. Late deliveries, running out of stock, less than favourable reviews will be dealt with at our discretion. Oh yes, and you'll discount by 15% on our special principal sales days. Well, Hans, I, I'm just doing a few sums in my head and I, I think I'm right in saying that with the margin, the co-op funding, the fulfilment fees and the fines, that baby maker makeup will owe you money. Certainly. So why should I sell through Marks and Amazon? There is no option. None. But I can sell through my own web store through the other high street stores and... High street? What high street? The high street will be gone at the end of our five-year plan. Nothing left but charity shops and coffee chains. You can't say that. But I can, Mary. See? Part two of the start-up later. I shall write Sharon a poem. Creative Rituals. In season two, we're highlighting a book called Daily Rituals by Mason Curry. It's full of short essays about the rituals creative people have used in their lives. Stephen King writes every day, including his birthday and holidays. He rarely lets himself stop before he's reached his daily quota of 2,000 words. He'll start to write about 8am and will work through till about 1.30pm. Then he has his afternoons and evenings free for naps, reading, family and watching baseball. That's quite disciplined. Are you, or can you, be so disciplined? The takeaway. Stephen King says about this routine, it exists in order to habituate yourself to make yourself ready to dream, just as you make yourself ready to sleep, by creating a ritual. Coming up, interview countdown. Challenge Jim. Mr B will issue Jim a challenge. And list of the week. Sponsored by Conversion Detectives, the really creative digital marketing agency. Search Conversion Detectives. And now here's We Paint Houses with their song, Damaged. Find them on Facetube and on Bandcamp.
Excuse us, we were looking for the Aquitaine. Does he look medieval? He's wearing a double-breasted suit and a waistcoat, Mr. B. Your Majesty, gentlemen, may I introduce myself? Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, you were expecting me. Well, no. 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 <laughs> of course you were. Still, no. Toujours pas. I brought you here today. No, wait, I didn't bring you. Odd. How odd. Very well, gentlemen. I'm sure Dr. Watson will come up with an enchanting title for this case. The case of the missing member of the Japanese royal family in the House of Fear, perhaps. What? What? Merde. We have little time. The kidnappers' intentions are unclear. The note states that when the clock strikes 12, the princess will be... no more. Will you help me, gentlemen? Your Majesty? Um... Large, furry mammal. Um... Does it involve kneeling? My knees, you know. Have you got any fish oil? Of course. So will the motom and Petit Pied. Nigel, down. Princess Yamaha. Yamaha? Yamaha, as in Yamaha BBPH bass guitar. Yamaha, as in MT10SP Speed of Darkness motorbike. Those are words. Definitely words. I don't know what they mean, but they are words. As I was saying, we have less than one hour to find Princess Yamaha. Dr. Watson and I have been looking all evening. He's dead. Nonsense. Well-built chap, bowler hat, in a tweed suit. Correct. He's dead. Nigel, fetch. Thank you, Nigel. See him in the wheelbarrow, Sherlock. Very sorry, he's dead. He's not dead. He was waylaid by a bottle of 12-year-old Lagavulin malt whiskey. What, hit over the head? No, he drank it. Mm. Doctor, can you hear me? Mm, I see. Good point. Very well, Doctor. I understand. Motom, how did he know I am a queen? Could be the crown you're wearing. But this is my most modest crown. I use it only for going to the shops. I think it's the baubles made of pearls, along with the glittering of the sapphires and the diamonds that gave it away. Along with a very large ruby in the middle. We have very little time, uh, gentlemen and your majesty. When the clock strikes 12, we will have lost Princess Yamaha. I see. Mr. B, we could look up the princess's social feed and see if there are any clues on TikTok or a Facebook page. Social feeds? Hmm? 
I could do that, Mr. Jim. I mean, C-Mac has a rather neat search engine, but... But what, Mr. B? What could possibly stop you from investigating via the internet? I estimate that we're currently in England, the year being something like 1887 or even 1889. Right. Right. Well, it was worth a go. What were you typing? I was searching. True crime in the Victorian era. And? Anything interesting? No, we're in the Victorian era. Aren't we, eh? Oh, we should get back to the podcast. Can our two amateur podcasters save Princess Yamaha? Where is the princess? Who could have committed such a dastardly act? Just how many crowns does Queen Eleanor possess? Listen to Jelly Trumpet Reverse Part 2 to find out. 